Hello and welcome to another edition of Hockey the Podcast with me, Derek Alberts, and of course, my partner in crime, Tyron Jabu Barnard. We're recording the show on the back of having just watched an epic, epic tennis match. Novak Djokovic coming back from two sets down to defeat, defeat uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas uh, in the final. And uh, collector's 19th major in the process, so he's on course to secure the Grand Slam this year. Two to go, Wimbledon and then the US Open. And of course, if he wins uh, in New York, he will then go on to break the record of uh, the most majors won by a single person in men's tennis, because Rafa Nadal and uh, Roger Federer both have 20. But uh, we're not talking tennis. We are talking hockey. And I tell you what, it wasn't uh, too long ago where we had a major announcement unfold on this very show and we continue to remain in the big announcement business uh, enough about me enough from me how you doing tyron jobby barnard yeah Derek. greetings from a different province to you which we don't often get to say so uh yeah good evening to you it was a, a superb tennis match but uh as you say we are here to talk about hockey and again have the opportunity to to bring you some big news um maybe no disrespect to this series not quite as big as an olympic squad announcement <laughs> but still very big all the same and uh, uh you know thank you to sa hockey to marissa lingeni for for jumping on board with what this platform can offer and, and to you the listeners for uh, joining in and listening and uh you know it's it's a project that we started two years ago, Derek, we're 80 episodes in and yes, what a great joy it's been. And then, you know, we'll keep telling the stories as much as people want to hear them. Yeah, it really has been a joy. I mean, when you came to me with this idea uh, a little over two years ago, probably a little less, less actually. And and I said, yeah, let's, let's do it. Uh, let's see how the first couple of episodes go. And uh, I mean, it just went from strength to strength. It was well welcomed by not just the hockey community, but the sporting community. And it's amazing how they continue to fly. And uh, we are privileged to be able to bring such announcements to the public. And I'm just thoroughly, thoroughly, uh, what's the word? I'm honored uh, by the fact that the hockey community at large will come to us, Ty, and say, listen, we want to get this out to the public and uh, we need you, your voices to do it. Yeah, it, it's great, Derek. And it just shows that, uh, you know, hockey is, is engaging with the fact that new media is a way to go. And uh, we are absolutely privileged and honored to be in a position to, to share it. So why not? And why not use this opportunity to uh, introduce this this week's uh, big news, um, and we have some guests that will talk to us about it. But yeah, Derek, uh, this week, the SA hockey men that are heading off to Tokyo will be joining together for a camp in Potsdam at the wonderful Northwest University. Um, they will be joined there by the South African under-21 men who themselves are preparing for the Outdoor Africa Junior Cup. It's a World Cup qualifier. It's in Namibia in October. And of course, uh, after that, should they be successful, one of the top two nations, they will head off to India for the Junior Hockey World Cup. Now, Malaysia were originally meant to come out to South Africa and play a test series. Malaysia, with due to COVID, are not allowed to travel. In fact, to a point where they may not be going to the Olympic Games. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, 
yeah, very difficult with the European Championship having happened and finished today uh, to get another nation here. And so South Africa will take on in a four-match series this week that will be live-streamed by Northwest University. Uh, the details will be on the press release, which will go out sometime tomorrow, being Monday. So Monday the 14th of June, you'll see all the information of where you can watch, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and obviously, you'll be listening to this at the same time. So you'll be like, but I've just read that. So don't worry about when. <laughs> it, it'll be live streamed. And of course, all of this is possible thanks to CTM. CTM have come on board as the sponsors of the series. They wanted to sponsor the South African Malaysia series. Obviously, they've been great supporters of hockey in the country, being uh, the backers of the Premier Hockey League. They were sponsors for both the men and women at various times as uh, co-sponsors, as underlying sponsors, and as tournament sponsors. And it's really great to see them involved once again and still utilizing uh, their interest in the game to make sure that something happens. And so... This week, we have four matches. South Africa men versus the SA under-21s. Sensational. Well, it's going to be big. And yeah, that, was, that was a lot of words for me. It, it was. I was <laughs> going to say, your, your intro, without a doubt, uh, the longest we've ever had on the show. So that, that's a record. But the great news, Ty, is that it's not us speaking about this event all by lonesome because we brought on uh, two fantastic guests on board. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we thought let's let's bring in the coach of the under twenty one side. We have had him on the, the 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 show before, talking about his own career. But let's talk about uh, the under twenty ones. And of course, he is a double agent this week because he will be going to Tokyo as one of Gareth Ewing's assistant coaches. So we have Clair, Sigs and Tuli, who's here, and we also have the under twenty one captain Gar Morgan, who's a uh, guy who has seen his tournament postponed, 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 and postponed again due to the impact of COVID. Uh, so it's going to be exciting times to just get back on the turf together. Sigs, let's start with you. Welcome, and uh, thanks for joining us this evening. Yeah, evening, guys. Um, Derek, I agree with you. That's the, definitely the longest <laughs> intro we've had from time. <laughs> but uh, you painted a, a fantastic uh, story of what's, uh, what's coming up, I guess, for not just the senior team, but as well as our under-21 team. And uh, yeah, an exciting couple of months coming up. Um, but yeah, more more current, the, the, the upcoming week in Potchefstroom. So looking forward to it. But thanks for having us again on the show, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Six, six talk us through what is going to happen with your under-21 side. When are you getting together? What are you looking to do this week? And you know, obviously, uh, what are the goals for the CTM Simonia Showdown? Yeah, like I said, exciting week ahead. Um, and as you said earlier, uh, um, initially this series was meant to be our senior men's team uh, playing against Malaysia. Um, our under-21 group, we had actually also in our schedule had a series literally aligned with uh, the Malaysian under-21 team as well. So when both those teams uh, pulled out, unfortunately, due to COVID, um, we accepted the invite from, from Gareth and the senior team. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite an awkward and a weird one for me. I guess I'll get used to it throughout the week, but, you know, doubling up with both these teams, I feel like I kind of invited myself <laughs> as part of the senior uh, team's management group. So to get the invite from, from Springs and, and Marty, our manager, um, to have the under-21s involved was a no-brainer for us to accept it. So we, the boys are excited. Uh, we've got an extended squad that will be there in Poch this coming week. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, I think we know the story. We never get 
we're never happy with the amount of time we get together as a team. Uh, and, and especially the opportunity to actually play official test matches. You know, I know it's an internal thing, uh, South Africa versus South Africa, but at the end of the day, it's still international hockey. Um, and for our young team, it's, it's a taste of exactly that. And uh, we're looking to maximize on that. And uh, yeah, hopefully by the time we, we get to Namibia in August, um, yeah, we've had a couple of uh, run-throughs and, and the boys, as well as the staff, are fully ready for, for Africa in, in, uh, in August. Yeah, and, and obviously, Sigs, uh, the things that haven't happened this year for you, things like the under-21 RPT, things like the PHL, where you get the opportunity to play as the Golden Gate Gladiators in the tournament. And, uh, of course, uh, things like Test Series and the African Cup being postponed from March when it was supposed to be in Ghana. It's a lot closer now in Namibia. Um, but, you know, it's, it's been a year of frustration. You, you must just be stoked to be back on the field with the boys this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know the story, Ta. Absolutely. It's, um, it's, it's been exactly that. Uh, just frustrating. Because every time there's a bit of excitement, you know, for something coming up, uh, unfortunately, we, you know, it's been called off. Uh, as you said, starting off with under-21 RPT, that was meant to happen uh, about a month ago. But even before that, even this postponed uh, under-21 African qualifiers that was originally meant to be in Ghana in March, um, that, was, that was a tournament that we had prepared quite well for. Um, both management as well as the players we're really, really excited for that. And also just to travel to, you know, a country that was quite foreign to us. Um, I know Namibia is much closer, so it will pretty much feel like just a, you know, a trip up the road, but it's still, I guess it's still a travel. Um, so yeah, to get this opportunity now is, uh, is very exciting for all of us involved, both the senior team. And I, I mean, I'll speak largely on behalf of the under-21s, but I know it's the same with the senior team. Any competition, any time together, um, is is valuable so yeah we're looking to to arrive on tuesday we got we got a lot of training sessions in between um because we're going to maximize on the time we have together and yeah just try and tick as many boxes throughout the week and hopefully you know by the time we, we leave on the on the 21st of june yeah just be a better team i guess uh we know we're not going to be perfect and we know we're not going to tick everything but uh, if we can improve on a, on a couple of things throughout the week against the best players literally in, in the country. And as you mentioned earlier, I think in the intro, um, to be playing against the senior Olympic team, to have all the boys from Europe back in, um, is it, we could not ask for a better test um, for, 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 for our youngsters. So, yeah, looking forward to the week, uh, but not too much pressure, just trying to maximize on all the, the time we have together. Going to bring in Guy Morgan now, Guy, captain of the under-21s. Uh, I'm sure you must echo Sigs's thoughts uh, with regards to this finally taking place, uh, a great tournament to to join up with, especially given uh, the the long amount of delays that you've had to go through before this point. Um, yeah, how's it, Derek? Um, yeah, it's been a very interesting year with, as Sigs has said, things coming and then going, coming and going. But now, finally, this has come and it's not going to disappear from us because we're already going there on Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, and I think it's something that we've we've had a camp recently, like in the last month. So at least we, we've got a bit of a base to work off. And now we're coming in and getting to play against our Olympic squad. Um, so I think it, it really doesn't get much better than that for us. Um, 
especially with being the first real competition hockey that we're going to get for the first time in a very long time. And at that's a such high level, I think it just doesn't really get much better than that. So that's really, really awesome for us. And everyone's literally buzzing to get to get going and get to Poch. So, yeah. I, I love how you, you almost had to reassure yourself when you said it's not disappearing because we, we're going down. We're going to be in on Tuesday. Almost like <laughs> the more I say it, the, the more it's going to come true. It's not going to be taken away this time around. Um, no, who, who, are you, not. <laughs> uh, who are you most excited to, to face in the men's side? I think there's no one specific. I think it's just to be able to have everyone back and that being the, the final team that's going off to the Olympics. I think to be able to say that you've played against the best team in your country is unreal um, and I think for most of the guys in our team it's where we want to be so it'll be a real eye-opener to see that to play at that level um, and obviously we're not just going there we want to compete as well so it'll be really awesome I think the first game will we might have to catch a wake-up call after it but I think once we like learn from that first game we'll really hit the ground running and then yeah yeah, it, should be all good after that. Yeah, it was quite interesting because I was, I was chatting to Jethro Eustace today just uh, on WhatsApp and I said, oh, that's pretty cool that you guys are headed down. You're going to take on the end of 21s. He said, yeah, no, they're, they're a very strong team, except for that guy Morgan chap. Uh, I think uh, he's pretty rubbish. So I reckon he's <laughs> he's a man you're going to definitely have to take down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think I've, right through from like my school hockey days, he's always been there with me, helping me out. So, yeah. Hopefully we can. Hopefully I've learned one or two things from him, and then we can show him on the field. <laughs> of course, I'm talking nonsense. You never say that. He's uh, the nicest guy in the world, and uh, of course he, he thinks very, very highly of you. Uh, speaking of thinking of highly of you, there, there's no question that sponsors are, are hard to come by, uh, given this day and age. We know just full stop when it comes to hockey, they're hard to come by. But then you bring in COVID and and lack of funding, and it just keeps on adding up so it's it's almost like going cap in hand to to various sponsors so ctm are, are very fond of you for the fact that they've continued to to sponsor the series and i mean you must be thrilled with being backed by such a, a major organization yeah it's it's unbelievable because yeah like you say it's it's really tough especially what well, was tough initially but now especially in the times we're going through two now to find the funding and whatnot, it's been really, really difficult. Um, so for CTM to come on board and help us out, it's gone such a long way. Um, for us and our team, like we literally had a camp in the last month, like three, four weeks ago. So the costs add up for us. So for CTM to come on board and then help us out in the way they have, we cannot thank them enough for that. So yeah, that's really awesome. Obviously, uh, people don't always, uh, you know, we, we all know that SA, not SA hockey, but hockey is a semi-professional sport around the world. It's mostly amateur. Uh, and, and here in South Africa, it's very much so. So, I mean, a lot of the guys uh, playing in the under-21 side are are, uh, are in degrees or studying. And, and for some, this is unfortunately probably the end of their um, their hockey journeys. Some will go on, and and hockey will begin uh, will become something 
critical in their match, uh, in their last. You know, some of them may become the likes of Justin Reed Ross, who has hung up his stick and used hockey to create a life for himself. Which camp do you fit in? Is is hockey the everything, or is hockey the something on the side with everything elsewhere? Um, I actually had this conversation um with six um <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, as a coach, you always ask all of us like what our plans are going forward and whatnot. Um, and for me, hockey isn't is definitely not something that's just on the side. Um, it's something that really I feel pushes me. Um, that it really challenges me. So it's something that the way I answered it was something. As long as I can keep doing it, I will keep playing hockey at the highest possible level. So I think that's pretty much the the side I fall onto. So as long as I can keep doing it at the highest level, that my body allows me to, and I can actually support myself to do it. That's yeah, that's how we'll go about it. Sigs bringing you back into the mix, having having a look. I mean, with with going down, I, I, I suppose when it comes to preparations. Uh, uh, you, you kind of just take things as they come now, um, being a coach and having experienced this long lockdown that we have had over the year. Uh, I mean, I, I could imagine that were you to to get say we weren't even talking about this this tournament taking place uh, this coming week. If you were to get a call now saying, listen, we want you in a tournament tomorrow, I mean, you, you'd gladly accept. It's, it's just become the norm that preparations are... You just take them as they come, and, and you'll take any match that you can get. Oh, absolutely, Derek. Spot on. Um, I mean, even this now, I mean, this camp slash series that we're going into this week, this was not part of our, you know, it wasn't in our schedule for the year. Um, and only about three, four weeks, like Gar says, we had a camp actually about a month ago. Um, and, and this one now definitely wasn't part of our plans. So when it came about, like I said, when, when Gareth sent, extended the invite, um, it was a no-brainer. I accepted before I even spoke to the rest of my <laughs> coaching staff, before I even ran it by you know, some of the leadership guys in the, in the squad. Uh, I, I then only had to explain myself after I'd accepted it. Because as you say, it's, you know, at the moment, beggars can't be choosers. Mm. We need the exposure. We need the, the contact time as a squad. And, and really, um, I mean, a lot of gratitude. I know you guys have spoken about CTM, but without those guys coming on board and making this possible for us, we really, really would struggle to get together and, and get any form of preparation leading up to, and not just leading up to tournaments. I think it's important to just get together in any way um, and just constantly stay in touch as a squad. Uh, I must give a lot of credit and, 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 and thank to a lot of the provinces, in actual fact, all of our provinces, because you know, as a squad, we don't get together often. But uh, the provinces have come on board and, and, you know, we're running regional high performance sessions across the country. So our, our national players are still able to, at least in their different regions, keep going um, under the same national program uh, with the various coaches across the country. So this is a, is a lot bigger than just, you know, the 30 guys involved in the actual team, uh, including the staff. But the extended support we get from the different provinces has been magic. And uh, let's talk about the fact that uh, you are in both camps. Uh, how does that feel this week? Because obviously, you know, uh, as, as you work closely with Gareth, you know a lot of the plans, you know the short corner calls, um, <laughs> you know the players, you know the kit. 
you know, uh, you know the the war cries. Um, you know, how is it going to be for you this week, sitting on the other side, although still sitting on that side with the team? Uh, very simple, Ta. It's going to be sitting on the one side. I'm with the under 21s ones uh, for this week, and uh, and uh, I cannot wait to to comp- as as Gar said earlier. Just looking forward to compete, and I think the nice thing is, as you say. Of course, very familiar with a lot of well, with all of the boys. Um, so I think it's a win-win for both teams. Um, I hope that we can, once again, repeating what what Morg said. I hope we can compete and give the the senior team uh, some tough competitive fixtures. Um, but also on the flip side of that, we're not just there to give them games. You know, we we would like to, as I, as I said earlier, tick some boxes and make sure we're walking out of each game you know, in a better space than before the game. So from my side, in terms of where my allegiances lie for the week, strictly with the under-21 team. Um, and uh, I think the only thing we'll be sharing with the senior team is probably just the footage from Ashland after each game. <laughs> I mean, and speaking of which, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, there's a, an element of pride here as well. Um, you know, and the under-21s, should on paper never beat the the national team, but uh, you know what what we've all experienced through COVID is there's nothing as regular, yeah. um, and there's an opportunity here. Your guys won't need much help in being fired up. Yeah, I think uh, I mean you could probably ask that question to Gar, but that would be my approach to it, I guess. I think uh, from the player side of things, uh, I know we, ju- I mean, just before this chat this evening, we just got off a, a squad call about two hours ago. And, and the, hence why Morg said earlier, you know, there's no stopping us now. We get together on Tuesday because the boys are buzzing to get there. Um, there's a lot of excitement, but also from my side, I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing to prove in any way. Um, I think both teams are at a very different stage of their, of their build up towards their, two different tournaments um, and it's literally just about going on our own business with under 21s and I'm sure Gareth and, and, the, and the staff with the senior team will be doing the same thing um, and yeah in, in the fixtures in the games just really really try to implement what we speak about what we attempt to train on the pitch uh, before the games I must say I, I think working with the both teams I, I do believe that it will be a, a well contested fixture Um and I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to, is to see the under-21s step up, put their hands up. Um, as you said earlier, you know, the, the senior national coach is there. Everyone is there. So it's a fantastic opportunity for, for, the, for the younger guys to put their hands up. And, and working closely with both teams, I think uh, the under-21 boys definitely will do that. But I also know that the senior guys will bring the experience, will bring the intensity uh, to the matches, as they should. And... Uh, that can only mean good hockey for the spectators. <laughs> and uh, Guy, um, back over to you. I mean, obviously, uh, it doesn't happen in hockey because we generally don't get given city shirts. Um, we uh, sometimes don't even get given the shirt we're playing, and we have to give it back. But yeah, if this was a hypothetical situation, Guy, uh, for you, at the end of the game, who would you be looking to swap shirts with for your collection? <laughs> um, I'd have to say it's some drumming. Uh, absolutely. Um, and I'm not going to ask you to uh, tell us anything further than that about maybe the player of the tournament at the European Championships. Now we'll leave that as unsaid, rather. 
Um, but of course, yeah, Tim, Tim will be uh, obviously just finished a season with Klein, Switzerland, and uh, looking to uh, wrap up his preparations towards the Tokyo Olympics, of course, uh, probably the end of uh, Tim's international career, and, and spaces will be opening up for the likes of Guy Morgan, should they press on and push on. Barry? Yeah, I just want to continue the theme. We're speaking about, I mean, you, you spoke about swapping shirts uh, to Guy. And, and Guy, I know you spoke about the admiration that you have for Jethro and, and I'm sure a, a lot of the other guys. And, I mean, you'll, you'll go into the match, no doubt, with, with plenty of admiration for the players. But uh, uh, do, do you feel it like going against your idols or are you very, very pumped to beat them? Uh, of course, you want to win. There's no question about that. But... Initially, do you think there will be this aura surrounding your opponents? Or, uh, I mean, you, are you so used to playing them elsewhere that uh, it's just going to be another game? A big one at that. Um, I think with with the whole club setup and stuff that we've been playing in and also like stuff like PHL, we've all had the opportunity to to play against most of the guys in that Olympic squad. So... It definitely won't be a first for most of us. So I think, yes, for most of us, most of our idols are within that team. Um, but I think we've had the opportunity to play against them before. So I think comes now this series, I think it's just going to more be, like Sig says, we're not there to prove a point or whatever. We're there to tick boxes. But it is always nice to to show people what's try to get one up on them every now and again. So I think that's what we will be pushing for. And of course, the other uh, aspect of it is the fact that you, you, you're you not just playing against the SA men's team, you're playing against the SA men's team that are headed to the Olympics. So in a sense, it's also a bit of a, 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 a rehearsal, not a rehearsal, but um, a, a challenge for you because in four years' time, there'll be the next Olympics. And were you to shine this time around, against the SA Olympic squad, uh, you could be Olympic-bound in the near future. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's Six mentioned it earlier as well. It's a massive thing. I think that's why guys are buzzing even more than they would be normally because we've got the opportunity to firstly play against the Olympic squad and then also get the opportunity to show ourselves to the, the whole coaching staff of the that SA men's side. So I think there's there's just a lot to play for. Um, yeah, there's there's so many reasons to be hugely excited to to get involved this week. So I think the guys are going to come in and got to leave it all out there. Six for the uninitiated, just uh, going through the format once again, the dates and the number of matches uh, of the series. Yeah, Derek, uh, we're playing four games against the guys. Um, so it's the... 16th, 17th, and then we break on the 18th, and then we back on the 19th and the 20th. So it's two, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, break Friday, back on Saturday, Sunday. Oh, it's going to be yeah. a cracker. Ty, it's going to be fun, eh? Look, I, I can't wait to see it. It's great that uh, it will be streamed. It'll be a fairly basic stream, but uh, it will be streamed so everyone will be able to watch it free of charge probably on the SA Hockey Association Facebook page. Go and watch our Olympic stars preparing for Tokyo. They haven't had enough opportunity. 
um, and go and watch um, go and watch our under twenty ones as they prepare. And this is not just for the Junior World Cup. This is the future of South African hockey with a a man who's going to help guide them there. Sigza, as always, thanks so much for joining us and, and thank you for the, the time delay that I asked you for. Uh, we wish you and your team the best of luck this week. It's going to be an absolutely entertaining, uh, exciting, and and obviously for you guys, quite uh, thought-provoking uh, week. Of course, at the same time, you guys have also been running a, a crowdfund. We know that the, the senior men have been doing stuff with match kits and uh, you can go check that out on any of the players' pages. But you yourselves have also been looking to raise some funds. Is that something you guys are still doing? Yeah, thanks, Todd. Thanks for bringing that in. That would have been my parting words. Um, yeah, we are still running our crowdfunding page. Um, and I must, once again, I mean, we, we've, we've shown a lot of love uh, to CTM, uh, rightfully so, this, this evening. But um, the amount of support we received from the you know, the, the, the hockey community has been amazing. Um, no matter how much, no matter how big or small, it all adds up. So yes, our crowdfunding page is still up uh, and opportunities like these, like this series coming up now, uh, through the funds that have been raised, we've been able to get together again in Poch. So I cannot express our gratitude towards everyone who's contributed and maybe not even contributed financially, but just by sharing our stuff on your different social media platforms uh, really, really helps. Um, so yes, still running our crowdfunding page. Um, it's on all the boys, all of the staffs, different uh, social media platforms, but definitely on our S under twenty one um, Instagram page for for anyone who's uh, who's who's looking to to continue helping us out there. Um, and just yeah, Ta Derek, if this if this is my last opportunity to 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 have a couple of words, so thank you guys uh, for what you continuously do for us as well. Not just the under twenty one team, but the, the, the fact that we get to sit here on a Sunday evening and just um, share stories and, and get the plat- your platform to be able to get our word out there. Um, once again, guys, massively, massively appreciated and uh, keep up the awesome work. Thanks again. Ah, oh, the oh, pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're always repeating those words and it really is, Sigs. I mean, you, yeah. we get thanked a lot, but, but really, um, we, we just get here and, and, and get to chat hockey. Uh, and, and it's yeah. really not that hard a job for us to do. The, the job is, is what you guys are doing out there day in and day out, being able to perform at the best of your capabilities uh, without many sponsors on board and uh, more importantly, without much money around. So, to be able to continue doing what you're doing, despite the many, many challenges you face, uh, is, is truly, it, it's incredible. So, so hats off to you and your team. Uh, just a, a complete side note, seeing as I kicked mm. off the show with it, uh, did you watch any of the tennis, uh, Djokovic and, and Tsitsipas? I wanted to comment on it, but then remember Tara went on a 10-minute introduction. So by the time he was finished, so by the time he was finished, I thought we were past the tennis. Um, but yes, uh, I'm, I'm not a, a jock fan, but I have massive amounts of respect for him. Uh, I was actually, I'm sit, I mean, I was watching with my brother. Um, a lot of respect for Djokovic and fantastic final. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Roger fan and he's still one off. So I'm hoping Roger pulls it back uh, at the, in the next one and, and, and breaks away from both Djokovic and, and Rafa. So great, great final though. Yeah, it, it, really, it, it really was. And it just, it, it interests me because Djokovic famously gave up milk and a, and a whole lot of other things a, a couple of years ago. And well, gave up dairy. And, and I'm a massive milk lover. And I've always thought about that. If, if ever there was 
a chance for me not to to drink milk anymore. It was because of watching this guy in action. Do you do you take um, well known sporting personalities and and use it in your your coaching regime for to use as examples to see to explain to players? You know, look how dedicated this person is to the cause. I mean, he's willing to literally give up every, anything that has taste <laughs> in order to, to go and, and win yeah. uh, every single major available. Uh, it, 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 would, yeah. would, would that be an example of something that, that you could use? Oh, absolutely, Derek. I think you're definitely not the only one. Um, I think, once again, uh, Gar shared earlier the chat him and I had. I mean, we speak a lot um, about sacrifices, you know, um, and it's obviously such an awesome platform when we get to see professional sportsmen uh, on a daily basis, you know, being so successful uh, and, and obviously, yeah, trying to not emulate what they do, but, you know, you can only learn from that type of stuff. And you ask me personally, if there's anyone I look at like that, uh, not so much from the current, uh, you know, not from, from the players, but obviously from a coaching perspective, mm. um, you know, football is a big, is a, is a big one for me where, you know, I wouldn't say maybe the lifestyle of the, of the, of the managers or the coaches, but just how they go about, you know, working with their teams. And not to say that it will, it will work with the teams I work with, but, you know, input and advice or experiences from other people, you can use them or don't use them. Some work, some don't work. But to, to just be naive to them and not even be willing to, to look into them, I think is a bit foolish. So, yeah, um, I'm a big fan of Pep Guardiola, the Manchester City uh, coach. But being a Chelsea fan, I'm, I'm falling in love with Thomas Tuchel, our new manager. Yeah, he's a, he's a lovely guy. A really, really cool bloke. And, and yeah, I hear amazing things about the, the football managers in the world. Funny enough, there is a guy who I spoke to uh, not too long ago who was heavily involved in, in sports and in, in sports administration. And, and he said the greatest person he's ever spent time with over the course of a, a couple of days was Carlos Alberto Pereira. Uh, who at the time was the Bafana Bafana coach uh, that was in the build-up to yes. the 2010 World Cup. He said the guy had a mind second to none, and uh, not just yeah. in the football realm, but uh, but elsewhere too. I- I'm going to just finish off with Guy uh, posing the same question to you. Anyone out there in the sporting world do you aspire to be like and not necessarily just uh, in the, the hockey frame? Um, I don't think there's anyone specific or even sports-specific, really. I think... We each have our favorites from from each sports code, and you just try to take a bit out of each of their like what they do and how they go about things, and you just take a bit out and try to apply it to yourself. So I wouldn't say anyone specific or even sports specific, but yeah, more like a broader broader thing of all the sports um, that yeah, that I watch. Well, I can guarantee you in a couple of years' time, there'll be some young hockey players out there saying that they aspire to be like Guy Morgan and Sigs and Thule, uh, because, uh, yeah, two greater guests uh, you couldn't ask for. Gents, it's been an honor having you on the show. Enjoy the series against the SA men's side taking place in Porchestrum. Those dates again, the 16th, 17th, 19th, and 20th. And a massive thank you once again to CTM for making it all happen. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having us. Have a great one. Cheers. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, looking forward to Derek. It's going to be an action-packed week. And, of course, it's 40 days to go to the Tokyo 2021 European Championships. So done and dusted. We can now watch that, see how we've done, see how we stack up against the top eight teams in Europe, and then go to Tokyo and show them 
but we're even better than that. Ooh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. And uh, wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah, I concur. Really, really excited for everything to unfold over the course over the next couple of weeks. Good luck to Guy and Sigs over in Potchestrom. Enjoy the series. Good luck to our SA men's side also in the series. And, of course, over in Tokyo. And as you, the fan, enjoy every single second of it. Thanks for joining us for another show, another big announcement. We'll be back for more in a week's time. Cheers.